And I can put you in. Yes, I am. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you for tuning in to the Big A Light Skin Comedian Podcast, or better yet, BHLC Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. It's February 10th, uh, the day before the Super Bowl, to my podcast. Um, if you want to check out a lot of my podcasts, go to Spotify <clears throat> or either my YouTube page, BHLC, BHLC Podcast. Thank you for tuning in tonight. I got a great show for y'all. Darren sipping on some liquor water. <laughs> I appreciate y'all tuning in, but I got a couple things I need to go over first and foremost. Um, tonight's show, more than anything, is uh, sponsored by my good friend at Smile Center, Dr. Kane, 74.5 on LaGrange Road here in Louisville, Kentucky. I really appreciate him keeping me tight with my smile so I can talk talk to y'all out there. Um, also, too, um, I got a big comedy show coming up Valentine's Day. This is one of the sponsors of the show. For the love of comedy queens, sponsored by BHLC Entertainment, which is me. And uh, y'all come out. I got this for the love of comedy queens. I got about five, four or five comedy queens is going to hit the stage here at uh, 1481 South Shelby Street, where I'm at doing this podcast, Louisville, Kentucky, uh, this Wednesday night on Valentine's Day, eight o'clock. So y'all come out and uh, support these queens. Uh, if you want a ticket, you can get it from the comedians, $15 in advance, $20 at the door. Now, for those who got wives and girlfriends, bring them out on Valentine's Day. For those of y'all who got side chicks, you can bring them too. Now, we might have to put, bring them in through the side door, but we're going to get them in. <laughs> so, But please come out and, and support this right here at the 21st Amendment. Also, tonight, here at the 21st Amendment, while I'm at here in Louisville, Kentucky, uh, they got the the Derby City Bad Kids DJ going on late on tonight. But before that, before that, they got this improv group called now. I, I'm astonished by the name of this group. The name of the group is it's an improv group, and it's called Extra Crispy. Is the name of the improv group. It's ten dollars again, and it starts at eight o'clock. Extra crispy, like chicken. <laughs> okay. But after that, they got the Derby City Bad Kids DJs going on here. And they co-presented by the Derby City Soul. Uh, what else I want to go over here to tonight? Oh, yeah. It being Black History Month. Um, I'm, I'm going to go over a little bit about some things of Black History Month after we get this podcast going. I got some things to talk about with that. Just one or two things. Um, I think that's about it. I'll, I'll, like I said, if you want to check out my podcast, my late, latest podcast, any of my podcasts, go to Spotify or either go to YouTube, BHLC Podcast on YouTube. And um, like I said, they got a great show going on down tonight. And um, <laughs> my friend Ed, if y'all come down here, y'all talk to Ed. Help, he'll, help, he'll get you straight on anything you need. The food's great. The drinks are great. People are great, too. You know if my light skin self is down here, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, but come down here and enjoy yourself and enjoy the food and drinks. Now, with that said, I got to bring my guest in. He's no stranger to me. And uh, she may be stranger to you all, but she's no stranger to me because I love when I have on my podcast. She just brings it. She talks about everything she's doing. She's um, I don't, I'm not even going over a resume. She'll talk to you all about that. 
I love having them on my podcast because we just have fun. It's just a conversation. It's not even a podcast more. It's just a conversation. It's kind of uh, like I said before. I've said this before. It's like a light skin club. Say, say, it's a conversation. <laughs> so with that say, I, I want to bring in my guest, and she's she's an outstanding person. She's definitely in entertainment. I'm gonna let her explain to you all the entertainment she's doing. She's doing big things. She got movies. She's a stand up. She's always doing something, and I really. I'm really appreciative for having her on my podcast. And it's not the first time I had her on my podcast because she's been so great. I had to bring her back. So uh, y'all give a good BHLC podcast welcome to my good friend, Miss Tara Crush. Y'all come on now. Show some love for her. Where she come? What's hey, going on? <laughs> yes, yes. What's going on? You doing all right? <laughs> my favorite big head light skin comic. How you doing? I'm doing great, babe. I'm doing great in 2024. Working on myself. That's all. Trying to beat myself in 2024 with self-growth. You well, looking lovely good. over. You Nobody doing all right? Nobody else can be you. Nobody else can be you. So I'm glad you decided to be yourself. That oh, Thank you. You. you know me. Yeah, I know I was communicating with you before you got this podcast. I'm like, is she all right over there? Because the communication lines was kind of going a little left or right there. But I said, I said she's going to make it. <laughs> Listen, I'm thinking, I don't know what I'm thinking. Because, you know, Facebook giving me a hard time. Right. They got my main page in jail. So I didn't right. create this other page on a whim, right? Okay. Well, I done forgot what email address I done created. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what email address I used, right? Uh huh. And it's not letting me. It's not just telling me like I can't just say what's my email on this account. There's no right. button for that, right? Right. And I never logged out of the app on my main account. Okay. And so I just couldn't get there. So I'm not on live at all. Uh huh. Because I'm on my phone. And right. I was trying to get onto the stream on my laptop, and I said, you know what? I don't want to be late. <laughs> I don't want to delay, so here right. I am. Well, I'm glad you made it. Glad you made it. Um, I, I I didn't really tell the people a whole lot about you. I was That's gonna let you do it because, like I tell them, you got your hands in so much, and uh, you know, like I told them, when, when you come on my podcast, it's just a one-on-one -on -one conversation. We have fun, you know. So, uh, uh, you know how it goes. Tell a little bit of people about you before we get into our little conversation, but we're gonna have some fun on. Cool beans. Okay, so I am comedian Tyra Crush. Um, some people know me as Tyra Cooley, which is my government right now. Okay. <laughs> I did. Uh, I got on the comedy scene about 2010 and um, kind of did my thing, I think. I think I came in, you know, doing my thing a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, got a little notoriety. Started doing a little traveling with the comedy and um, had to do some soul searching. Okay. To see if that's really the path that I wanted to take. Because, you know, comedy was just a stage that I took because people was always laughing at the things right. that I said. And uh -huh. I'm an actress. But, you know, in Kentucky, it's not a whole lot of opportunities for a person that looks like me. But I found comedy to be a good way for me to perform. So that's mm -hmm. how I got into it. And then people was like, oh, you funny. Oh, you funny. Oh, you this. Oh, you that. And then it kind of <laughs> was like, do I really want to be all those things? Right. So I had to do some soul searching and, and ask myself, was I in the way of comedians that really did want, you know, mm -hmm. the arena work, wanted the stadium work? I don't want that. Right. I'm just yeah. a little actress. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it just happens it, yeah. to be funny sometimes, you know. So yep. so I took a step back and um, kind of went a little different direction. Mm -hmm. um, got myself married, which kind of just 
method okay. I needed to just right. do all my comedy. Like none of my jokes work anymore. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> you got married. No, <laughs> yeah, she's gonna, she's gonna, when you get married, some things change. I know. Oh I'm yeah, she got. She, she gonna need some new bits. She ain't angry right. no more. You know. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> So once I got married and, you know, my lifestyle changed just a little bit, okay. I was able to focus more on what was going to make me happy in the right. long run. So I started writing, started writing yeah. my own movies. And once I wrote the first one, it was suggested that I produce it. So I produced it. Right, right. It came out to be Starstruck, which you can see on Tubi. There we on go. Tubi. On Tubi, yeah, get them yeah. Tubi I love Tubi. I was, I was just watching the movie today on Tubi. I love Tubi, but soon like they got a lot of uh, people from Detroit on Tubi movies. <laughs> Listen, so. you got a lot of Detroit movie makers. You know what? I'm not mad so. at them. They know their niche. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they knock it out. Yeah. So I'm not mad at the independent, um, you know, film creators or whatever. So right now, I'm just kind of, you know, I'm gonna step back into the comedy realm. Okay. By popular demand. Mm -hmm. They want to leave me alone. They mm -hmm. want me back on the stage. Right. Um, you going to get back on stage here soon? Yeah, I'm going to get back on stage here real soon. Okay. I was All thinking right. about doing a Valentine's Day show, but I kind of looked and I saw my colleagues. They got a couple of shows going already. Okay. And, you know me. I'm not gonna try to step on nobody's toes. But next right. Valentine's, it's all me. Like I don't want to hear it because I will already, right. I would have already been back on the scene. Right. Well, but you I know, I got, a I got a Valentine's Day show here, the uh, 21st Amendment, with uh, West End Pookie hosting it with all the females. It's called for love of comedy queens, and I got love for my queens, and uh, I'm definitely supporting them on, on this Black History Month. And uh, I'm really excited about it. I really am. I even, I even got a little bit of it on the radio on one of these little radio syndications. So. I'm really excited about it. I would have put Absolutely. you on there. I, I, I could have had you a special guest if I knew you was looking for Valentine's Day love. Any well, anybody, <laughs> anything that West End Pookie's touching is gonna be funny. Right. So I definitely want the people to know that if y'all see that name West End Pookie, just know you're gonna laugh your oh, yeah. tail off because that's one funny lady there. Oh yeah. So so yeah. I wish yeah. I could have got in on that one, but um, yeah. I may not be in town on the twenty first. Okay. You know, that sad chick time in there, you know. You know that. I talked about you know. that on Facebook the other day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me caught up side chicks. That's why I wish I was performing because oh I'm telling you, I will let go of some stuff. I got a whole lot of side chick stories. Oh, you know, I got you go, you know, I got my little go-tos, you know. And I always shock them when I get them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, some yeah, of these guys they're gonna come in here with their side chick and their main chick. I, I'm not that bold. And I told right. the side they're more than welcome to come. They might to bring you through the side door, but we're going to get you in. <laughs> right. You know, your wife ain't letting you do nothing. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah. So uh, I'm just, I'm just, I'm really stoked about it. I'm really happy it's this Wednesday, and I'm just, I'm just really happy about it. And, and all my females, they uh, comedians, they ready to do their thing. And I think it's, I, to me as a comedian, also as me as an entertainer and a, putting these shows on for people, it's really important for me to support a lot of female comedians because I don't think they get enough support like they should. We don't. The men, you know, and I know you know about that. One, so. They want, yeah, they want you to jump through hoops. Yeah. They want you to do all kind of things. You know, with me, I ain't even gonna, you know, I ain't saying nothing. But you know, right. I was a look, I was kind of funny, you know. Right. You know. You yeah, know oh yeah. Oh yeah. And they and they 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 would be putting the show on. They know I'm funnier than them, but they won't give me no money. It's like oh, right. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get what you're worth now. But you know I'll drinks. Well, you know all I drink is Coca Cola. Like, right. 
I'm not doing comedy for you for two for two Coca-Cola, sir. No. Right. <laughs> you know, so, no yeah, that was that was a part of my problem with the comedy scene in Louisville. You know, I did I feel like I did enough. I, uh -huh. I paid enough dues. I did right. enough free shows, enough open my open mics to, right. to, you know, demand what I demand. And now I just put on my own shows. I ain't, I ain't yeah. worried about you putting me on your shows. I can just throw my own shows in. Right. Go that route. And there's yeah. things that I do want to do that I'm going to do. So be on the yeah, lookout for that. But yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I, I put on this banner here about, I just put the movie because tell the people about a little bit what got you into producing, directing movies. And uh, and I know it's kind of the way we met, even though I already knew you were just here from Louisville. But I know you was a good, great actor, you know, and you just you're doing your thing with the movie. Just tell people how you. Yeah, this movie thing and how good you are doing that because you're doing a great job with it. And I've seen thank the movie you. Starstruck. I like it. It's good. Thank and I've talked to you. Back. I've talked to Christopher Phoenix. Yeah, I've talked to some people that's been in it. So yeah. Yeah, you're supposed to be in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I should have been in somewhere holding the door or something, anything. <laughs> you had a role in it, but you had to back out, remember? I sure did. Yep. So I, I should have got in up in there. So that's all but, right. Um, that's all right. There'll be more to come. Um <laughs> But again, like I said, I'm an actress at heart, yeah. but doing my investigations, getting in the business, learning, you know, meeting different people, you right. kind of learn what it what it takes to actually get in the business. Right. And for me, I don't I, I'm not a ritual type of person. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not a dictatable type of person, so I can't come in under somebody's wing that can then control me. Right. So for me, I didn't want to go the traditional route of Hollywood. Okay. Oh, you've been discovered. Oh, you go to this meeting. You go to this party. You go to this. Right. right. So for me, I had to really, I had to ask myself, what's what's most important for me? And I just like, you know, getting out of character and portraying somebody else. Mm -hmm. I can do that on my own. I'm a storyteller. Exactly. You can tell that from my from my comedy, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, you know, me, I've always been one of those people that talks a lot. Yeah. Oh, I can do this. Oh, I can do that. Right. Oh, I, I can I can write movies. Oh, I can, right. I, can, I can write a book. Oh, I can write poetry. But hadn't done nothing. I hadn't done nothing. <laughs> just talking. Just talking, talking very independent. Talking. <laughs> and one day, you know, you know, my husband asked me, he's like, well, what, what do you want to do with yourself, Tyra? What do you, what do you want to do? Okay. Because I was telling him, you know, I was having second thoughts on comedy and I felt like I was in the way. There's okay. other female comedians that are funny that I may mm -hmm. be taking opportunities from that really want to do something with this comedy thing. And I'm not sure that's what I want. So okay. I said, well, I said, let me, let, I want to write some movies. Let me, let me write some movies because I noticed mm -hmm. with him, we used to trade movies that we would watch every Friday night. He would okay. watch one of his corny movies. I'd have to sit through it. Okay. He'd have to sit through one of my hood movies. You know what I'm okay. saying? Okay, <laughs> right. <laughs> We, but I, I got to notice that he could go all the way back 80 years if he wanted to and find a movie. Mm -hmm. We didn't have, we don't have that type of selection. No, nope. And in, 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 for those that don't know, my, my late husband was white, if you didn't know. Um, <laughs> they can reach all the way back to the 20s if they want to to find a movie. Right. Ours comes around the you know, late 60s, 70s. And I right. said, we need more. We need more content. We need more right. movies. And so I said, I'm going to do my part to put the more of the type of movies that I like okay. out there. So I started mm -hmm. writing. Right. When I wrote the first one, he read it in 15 minutes. I thought he was lying. Mm -hmm. But he read it in 15 minutes. This is pretty good. And he told me I needed to produce it. And he found the money for me to produce it. So I did. Okay. And um, 
you know, so that's how I got started. I wanted to prove to myself, one, that I could do something that I always said I could do, which was write movies. Right. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to actually do that. Mm -hmm. And then I wanted to actually produce it. And I, I was able to do that. So that's how we got started. I, I had nothing else to do. I mean, my husband sat me down. I didn't have to work anymore. And okay. I was just at home. So what was I going to do? Right. And so that's how we got started. And now I just filmed my second movie late last year. Okay. It's called Seven Questions. Okay. It is in post-production now. I'm okay. very, very excited about this one. Okay. I can't wait to see that myself. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, yeah. I can't wait. It, it should be ready. It should be completely edited early spring. Right. And did you feel yourself, and since you're doing this, I'm going to ask this because I got... You feel yourself as you do every as you do each movie and you you on your second third movie whatever. Do you feel yourself getting stronger, making these movies and producing them and everything? Because I know you're learning things as you go along. Everybody who's in this game is always learning and trying to learn more. Do you feel yourself learning more and just getting better at it? Every I show? do, I do. I can also um, I see where I'm, I'm falling short too. Okay. So that's all. I guess so all a part of the the growth mm -hmm. process, and um, mm -hmm. and just with me, it's it's really I'm not funded by anybody. Like nobody dropped a big bag of money in my lap and said, "Make a movie." Right. You know, and, and that's part the cost you pay. You know, yeah. I don't want that because I don't want anybody controlling my content. I get that. Yeah. If I let somebody drop a bag in my in my lap, then then they can tell me what to change. There you go. Yeah, I so, like it. So if if I, if I keep it all under under my umbrella, then I keep full creative control. But with that, yeah. we miss some steps sometimes. So yeah. I'm learning as I go along. I'm, yeah. I'm sticking to my format of filming in a week. I try right. to get my movies filmed okay. from from Saturday to sun from Sunday to Saturday. Right. That's it. Okay. And you know, so that the actor isn't being drugged along for months at a time because a lot of people still have to work their regular jobs. They're not able to act as a, as a regular job. So right. I don't want to take too much away from the actors when right. they commit to my projects. But yeah, I'm definitely getting stronger. And I do plan on this year branching out and doing other projects. So okay. those who have scripts that they want to produce, if they want me to direct them, okay. I'm actually going to make myself available for that because I feel like I'm knowledgeable enough to do that now. Right. I think it's so beautiful because I love the fact we got more, especially black females in directing and producing both. And I think it's so great because I know some of the uh, female actors that are out, that are out there in Hollywood, whether it's Todd, Teresa, P. Henson, whoever it may be, they all trying to do even more as far as directing. They're trying to get their hands on doing more because of what they know, what they learn. It's hard to get their foot in the door because, because of, you know, certain things and being, you know, skin color or whatever it may be but but being independent is the way to go because you control your destiny more and i i kudos to you for that i understand why you independent doing that so and uh i definitely would, would commend you on that one i, I would stay independent because that's the best way to go because when you're independent they have to come talk to you first not yeah. the person who gave you the bag to do the independent you can what you can come and do is you can come buy this movie after I already produced it. <laughs> right. You can come yeah. in, you can come and buy the rights or whatever for a little while. I can do right. that. I'll take a big bag right now. <laughs> yeah, so you I mean, can make it a Tubi original if that's what you want to do. I mean, who am I to tell you no? <laughs> you know, but yeah, it's a lot that goes along with with mm -hmm. the Hollywood route and like the Taraji P. Henson's of the world. If you notice, 
they don't pay they don't pay black females nah, in Hollywood. No. no. And then black males, they they pretty much pay yeah. out the way to the bag. Right. You got a lot of Will Smiths that make 10 million a movie. Your Wesley Snipes is your your Denzel Washington. They can make money, but for black women, they don't really pay us. And it's not that we're inherently less talented than white women, it's just that they've never really valued black women in any industry. Right. So when you look at a Taraji, she's going through what she's going through, and she's at the pinnacle of her game. Yeah. She's at the top. Yeah, she is. And um you know, speaking of that, because it got me to think about uh, like being, especially by being Black History Month. I'm just talking about when I was coming up, the only person I knew that was that was producing movies, not even the Black female. I, I don't know too many it was, but I know as far as the Black males that was producing was Keenan Alvin Wayans was producing back then. He went from Living Color to producing some movies. That's the only one I knew. You know, no, you so, knew more than that, huh? You knew more than that. Spike yeah. Lee, Robert yeah, and Spike Lee, Spike Lee, and Robert it's, it's, Townsend. It's, yeah, it is. There's some out there, but yeah, it, just Townsend, wasn't, it yeah. wasn't a whole so lot. It wasn't a, it lot, wasn't a whole lot to choose enough. from, is what I'm saying. It, it wasn't. It wasn't a whole lot to choose from, but they was out there. Don't get me wrong, they was yeah, out when you, there. When you can count them. Yeah, it's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> true, true, when you can that, count yeah, how so, many we had, that's yeah, the problem. It, it was, and, and that's the thing about yeah. And that's but, uh, the thing I about know. the acting. Like with Taraji, like they only allow so many black actresses at the top at a time. Right. And when one falls out of line, they just let another Ooh. one in. There's yep. never like a plethora of us. You've got like Viola, you've got right. Taraji, you've got yeah. Olivia. Mm-hmm. Um you you can count, you know, uh what's her name? Um what's love got to do with it? Why can't uh, I need something about uh, Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett, Bassett. Bassett. yes, yes, yes. I know but Regina yeah. King too is doing something now too, huh? Too, yeah. Right, but but you see, they only allow so many, and when you right. get out of line, they just put you, they blackball <laughs> yeah. you, and then they let the next one in, so you really can't complain about anything. And that's why when you look at all of these top black actresses, mm-hmm. I bet you none of them are making more than forty, uh, are worth more than 40, uh, 40 million. That's like it's like a cap. Twenty five million is the major cap. I think right. one of them is making like forty. But I think that's Gabrielle. But you know her husband's Dwayne Wade, so he made right. a lot of Gabrielle million. Union, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they don't have they don't make money. But when you look at the our counterparts, you have a no name white actress, and she'll be worth seventy million because she did three movies. Right. Yeah. Yep. That's true. So and, uh, that's why that's the main reason that I'm staying independent and that I am independent. I'm not dealing love, with that. You know, I, I love doing my stand-up, but I ain't gonna even lie. I like acting probably just as much, but not better than stand-up because I've, I've I've acted in about seven, eight movies, and uh, I just love I just love I love it. But I, what you in? I haven't gotten my hand on, but I would love to get into the directing and producer book, which I know it's a lot to it. But you have to really be in. You have to really sit there and learn it. But um. And that's what a lot of people don't realize. It is really hard to, to, to do directing and produce. It's a lot that goes on behind the scenes more than what's in front of the scene. And that's why I tell yeah. people to really appreciate when somebody put it all together. You know, Before not- you even get to the scene. Like, yeah. Yeah. like people, they, they be so hard on these on these movie, on these content creators, these yeah. movie directors, but they be. Before you even get to the scene, you gotta set up where you gonna where you gonna film. Are you gonna yep. be able to film? Is it gonna rain? Is is you gonna lose your daylight? Um, <laughs> you gotta get permits. It's so much that goes yeah. into planning yeah. a movie. Like if like for me, when I do these movies in a week, I gotta okay. plan out every location that we have to film, and then I have to mm-hmm. think to myself. I'll be smacking myself across the face like, why would you write this this way? Now I gotta go find. <laughs> 
Right. I gotta go find a fish shop. Then I gotta right. go find. <laughs> it is hard, and people don't want to. They don't want to help. No, they don't. No, no. They don't want to help. That's... They be like, "What? Like, yep. can, I, can I film in your gas station parking lot? No, you can't film in my gas station parking lot. <laughs> like, dang, yeah. but I need a gas station. Where am I gonna get some gas pumps from? Yeah. <laughs> yep. I could uh, you know, so go back. <laughs> you can do first... it. Yeah, it, 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 it is hard. I remember my first movie. I never forget it. It was called Twisted. It was it was filmed out here in Lowell. I never forget it. And my buddy called me because I knew I was a stand up comedian. He called me, and a matter of fact, my buddy Meech dog. We we both did it. Oh, we played play some we played some dirty cops. But what got me was what we filmed. What, what we had to do was in the alley. So he told us to come to the spot. We're like, where is that? He said, just come to the alley. And we come to the alley. We're like, oh my god, he got all these cameras set up in the alley, dark alley at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, and probably wasn't supposed to be there, but we still filmed it. We, we did our thing. Yeah, it's why, <laughs> and, uh, it's why it's so late. Yeah, yeah. So we like, Shh, but you got all these lights though. Right. Why you gotta be quiet. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, man, but I did my thing and I enjoyed it. And after that, I was like, you know what? This is all right. I like it. So, and uh, I, I really had the bug after that. So, but yeah, I just think I think it's really great what you're doing with these movies. Just keep doing it. And you kind of went over this one. I was going to ask you this, but you kind of went over it. Stand up or acting? Which one you like more? Acting. Uh, <laughs> acting. Yeah, because I, I figured that because and you are a good actor. I like it because uh, Thank you. you really get into it. You even helped me with some stuff too with, with that one movie we done. So I know I, I become I, the character. I try to become the character, baby. Right. And, yeah. And, but that's been my passion since I was five, like literally five years old. Right. I ain't gonna tell you how many years ago that was, but that was a little while ago. <laughs> right. <laughs> Couple decades ago, you yeah, know. Yeah. yeah. So you know, that's, that's just it's always gonna be the passion. Oh yeah, yeah, it is. It's a passion, and my passion really is, uh, it's, it's both of them. But I really love stand up because I love making people laugh and feel good inside, and it's not an easy thing to do. I tell people, it's and there is a difference. I'm gonna tell you something. I just realized I didn't even know. I was just, you know, how you be strolling through your phone, you see something. I'm like man, and, and I just watched it. was like a two or three minute clip of them. I watched Ray, I watched Power Three book Raising the Canaan, okay. Mm-hmm. And I did not know, and he's a good actor too. Um, London Brown, the actor that plays Marvin on there, is a stand up comedian. Did not know that. And he had a clip he put on that was at means the lab. Means nothing factory. to me, means nothing to me. Yeah. I, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I don't support 50 cents. Very, <laughs> I was like, but I was like, oh my god, yeah. And I think your boy Zach, Zach Mazzari, he he did um something with um Raising Kane and Zach, one we did a movie with. He uh he just did something on Power Book Three at the beginning of the season, though. So well, I just thought, yeah, I was happy for him on that. I've had him on here on my podcast, but you know, that's why I tell you, you don't know what some people's history is on all you do just see them on TV, but you don't know what they did to get there. The work no. they put in you know, right what exactly what they had really. to go through for, exactly. for, you, for you to see their face thank you yeah people don't and know the, that. and the sad part about my movies is the first movie that i wrote uh-huh. i was literally supposed to star in it right okay but i wrote this chick so exotic okay <laughs> You're like, nah, I'm gonna go and get somebody else to do this. I'm, I ain't letting I'm I ain't not gonna do this. this to my audience. I'm right. not gonna do this to my audience. You know how you watching a movie, you be like, that person's supposed to be that? Like, right. I, <laughs> I literally fit the description of none of them. Mm-hmm. So when people come to me and they're like, you ain't put me in a movie, I ain't put me in a movie yet. Like, right. And you know, I'm still working to fit part. me in. <laughs> and I wrote it. Right. <laughs> I, was, I was in this one movie. And I ain't gonna say the name of it, but it was different for me because I had to play a crackhead, and that was cool. And I, I played different, I, really. 
It was different about because that I know about I'm going to tell you why it was different. I'm going to tell you why it was different. It wasn't me that was stopping it. It was because, not because I was playing a crackhead, but the word is I had to say playing a crackhead. I was like, Lovers, can you do this? And I went ahead and did it. Yeah, it was hard because I had to say, I'm just going to give you a couple words I had to say. I had to say stuff like, suck his dick. Um, yeah, all that type of stuff. I was like, oh my God. You had to but say I that? I didn't do it, but I had to say it. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, why? Yeah, I was like, ah. He's I'm not like, going to say really that. want this money. <laughs> so, he so, wanted yeah. that bad. Yeah, so, mm. but yeah. And um, but that's why I tell people, you don't realize what you go through when you're doing this acting, you, but I had to be that part, and I was that part. So, but you know, that, that's neither here though. But I love acting, I do. But I don't and know people got to realize too, just because you, and I tell people, just because you're acting that part, they don't mean you are that part. When no, you portray the some people think, ah, oh, well, that person's this and that. That's, that's the way they are. The way they act, that's who they are. No, that's not who they are. You know, it's just entertainment. That's entertainment. Gwen <laughs> Evans was in Starstruck. She was okay. the uh, neighbor in Starstruck, and her role, she was very ghetto, okay, very hood, okay, you know, and very right. loud. Okay, but in reality, this lady does church plays. See? She's a, she's a church goer, like she's heavy in the church, but she had to play this role okay. of the ghetto chicken. When she was, when she said, "Oh Lord, these, ooh, my church members, they're gonna feel some type of way when they see me." Right, but, <laughs> but she did such a good job. I brought her back to star in the second movie. Yeah, yes, yeah. So stars it's, in my second movie, but yeah, she did yes. a great job. But yeah, she had to portray somebody that's totally opposite of her. She had to portray like she was smoking weed. This lady don't right. do nothing. Mm. He don't do nothing straight in lace, real life. Straight so <laughs> understand it. It is character portrayal. It is not yeah. necessarily that person. So when you sit there mad at that person, like if I see Tariq, right. I'm gonna knock him out because I right. heard everybody wanted to fight Tariq at one point. Yeah, right. He's acting. That's not his name. Thank you. That's not who he is. You know. Please don't run up I, on that man. You know what? That was one of the when I did. I went at the, the times I've been out of Cal, at Los Angeles. You know, not time. You know, some people get, and I'm glad you made that movie Starstruck. But some people see stars and get struck, and they really do. I don't, because I know in reality, that's not who they are, who they are on the screen. In real life, they somebody else, and we have to understand that. But some people don't understand that. But for me, I always felt like they should get struck when they see me, because I'm a Laura. <laughs> right. Why so, I'm going to act out goofy with you when in about 10 years we're going to know each other like that. Right, right. <laughs> Remember when yeah, I so. seen you? Yep, you came to the club. Yep, I seen you. No, I didn't get no picture. Right. Because you didn't ask me for one. <laughs> I, go through, I go through that just being a stand-up comedian. I had a comedian come to me uh, probably about a month or two ago. He's like, man, how do you how do you handle people, not only hecklers, but people that come to you and say, you're a comedian, make me laugh. I said, man, what you tell them is, I said, you just got to handle them in terms of, look, I'm not on stage in front of a mic. I, I'm, I'm this person off stage, but on stage, I'm that person. Now, off stage, I, I do have the title, but they don't mean I have to make you laugh just because I'm, you know, you know my that, go-to I have is that when title. they say that. What do you do? Make me laugh. Pay yeah. me a deposit. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, make, you pay me a deposit, I'll make you laugh. You're not going to pay yeah. me. I'm not who I look like. Thank you. Got to right. check a job for you. <laughs> Oh, uh, you know, let me talk. I want to talk about this. You're going to the Super Bowl poison tomorrow because you know the Super Bowl is tomorrow. You get yeah, the Super I know. Poison. Yeah, I know. They they did my boy wrong, wrong, wrong. You know, they who's did that? Wrong. Who's that? I mean, they try to make up for it by giving him MVP, but you oh, know, he's supposed yeah. to be in their doggone Super Bowl. Yeah, Lamar. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's politics I mean, I, and everything. I, I mean, I might, you know, I just started back watching football this year. 
Right. You know, I'm extra militant. Right. You know it's politics <laughs> in the NFL. It's a billion dollars. I was definitely not. I was one of those people that was boycotting it and, and talking about all of you Negroes that, that, that went back watching it that same year. Oh, I was talking bad about y'all. Like, you right. can't stand for nothing. <laughs> Look I, at you. I feel the same way. And I'm still a fan. They're in my division, but I'm like, there's so much politics in the NFL. And I understand this, so I try not to get too caught up in it. There's going to be some politics tomorrow. Trust oh, me. But you know always got something to say about them Cowboys, though. Uh, what did you say? Did you say the Cowboys on my podcast? No. <laughs> but you did. Okay, I was going to say, <laughs> the Cowboys my podcast, I'm about to take you off right now. <laughs> uh, uh, the, you know, the I'm, I'm, fans, they still mad. They still at home in front of the TV. <laughs> I mean, I, honestly, I was a, you know, a Cowboy fan for over 20 years. Oh, okay. I stopped watching football when the Colin Kaepernick thing popped off. Okay. And then I said, when I came back, I wasn't going to be no Cowboy fan because of how Jerry Jones showed his tail during that whole fiasco. You right. know, showing everybody just how racist he was. Uh-huh. You know, I was like, well, I ain't, I ain't about to be no Cowboy fan. But then I, I link up with somebody that's a Cowboy fan. Right. And it's just easier. <laughs> I don't really be cheering like that. I just be like, oh, that's good. Yay. Because he be happy. But I don't really care. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a Baltimore Ravens fan. Yeah. I just know one thing. It's one of the biggest gross income things the Super Bowl is. I'm, I'm just going to put this little tidbit out there. Charles Barkley and somebody else was talking about how much they, they asked him, they said, how much you think the first Super Bowl ticket was, the very first Super Bowl? And they kind of gave him a price range. He said, what? It was like, I think it was 6 to $12, somewhere around there. the very first Super Bowl, to buy a ticket to go Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. He said, guess what the ticket price is today just to go to the Super Bowl? I think it was like 44,000. Now, do I need to say more? You go, how do you go from five to six dollars to 44? If that ain't capitalism, I don't know what is. Well, you got the commercials, <laughs> yeah, commercials, yeah, you got a lot of sponsors, yeah, yeah, but but then they getting all the money though, yeah. Ursa, uh, uh, um, what's the who's one performing the halftime show? What's the uh, usher? He's performing the halftime show, he's got to get his money, they don't get paid for that. Well, I don't know. They might be a little crazy. bit sponsored. They he just paid, paid off sponsors or somebody. They get yeah. paid in publicity. Right. <laughs> I'm like yeah. publicity, but I gotta pay these dancers. They said Who it was like pay these dancers. <laughs> 10, 15 million dollars to have a commercial doing the Super somewhere. It was some it might even be more than that. Too much crazy number. Oh yes, yeah, it's, it's what a few million per second on right. the on the on the doggone ads. It's crazy. Yeah, and we we talking about money. Let me slide into this Bappy and Black History Month. And let me just say this before we go into Black Wall Street, because you had talked about that before one time on my podcast. And I want you to elaborate on it. But let me just say this, throw this out to the people because by being Black History Month, I tell people, you sitting there eating potato chips and don't know a black man invented that named George Crumb. George Crumb invented the potato chip. And you're sitting there eating them every day. Some people don't even know that. Also, and I'm gonna give love to my my queens, and I didn't know this. I was like, oh wow, Doctor 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 Gladys West, she invented the GPS navigation. Mm-hmm. You know, so your black ass, woman, thank black woman. You wouldn't know where you was going without him. Thank you, exactly. <laughs> there are a lot of brothers who don't know where they're going without him. <laughs> so, but yeah, you know, so and a black woman, and a black woman helped you see because she invented LASIK. Yep, yep, sure did. I I know about that one. Yeah, yeah. Just trying to educate the people a little bit because we do right. got a lot of history than what we've done, you know. And that's, that's absolutely what, yeah. Um, because I remember last time you was on my podcast, you talked about the Black Wall Street, mm-hmm. how we was having things going on, and all of a sudden it got taken away with just mm-hmm. what they wanted to do. Yeah, and um, 
and that was like, oh my God. And it, the history's on that. People just got to read it. It's, it's, a, it's in there. So there was a lot of Black Wall Streets. They was yeah. everywhere. Louisville had yeah. one. Um, I think they call it Walnut Street. Right. They Louisville had one. Uh, we had a district where they were booming. A lot of mm. metropolitans had, you know, Black areas that were booming. It wasn't just Tulsa. Right. You had Greenwood. You had a lot of different ones all across the country. And yeah. um, and and the same is still true now. They will still sabotage the black businesses doing too well. Right. Yeah. It's it's nothing new. Like I remember no, when Super Chefs burned down when they were in um, St. Matthews. Mm. That didn't surprise me. He was getting way too much business, and all those small businesses were not getting the business. They see him getting it, and then all of a sudden his restaurant burns down. That didn't surprise right. me. I said that's so typical. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You know so. Um, speaking of Black Wall Street, I am going to be going into business soon. I'm I'm developing okay. novelties business where I'm going to be selling stuff. Okay, I just yeah. sell stuff. I always got your hands on something. There I it got, is. I'm trying to touch every dollar I can touch. So be on the lookout for that. Um, I might start it internal without a without a um, brick and mortar at first, but I'm gonna be looking for my location. Okay. Yeah. Come in and shop with me. Right. <laughs> so yeah, commerce, commerce. You got to get your hands on as much money as possible and get as yes. many income streams coming in as possible. When I do these yeah. movies, I do what I got to do. It takes me, well, a week of actually filming and probably a few months of planning right. and a couple of months of post-production crap. But then after right. that, it's just residual income. Right. I get that. Yeah. You know, so find ways, everybody, just find ways that you can get more money coming into your pockets. And the more residual or passive income you can make, the better off you're going to be in the long run. Right. It might take some investing into yourself, but do it. It's worth it. You've got to build yeah. your legacy. you got to build your pockets up for the ones behind you. Right. You're right. Yeah. And that's all you got is your brand. I tell people, and it's my funny we talking about this because I was just thinking the other day, I'm like, man, I got to get more people on my brand on my podcast to invest in the more and uh and I'm, I'm just gonna knock i'm just gonna knock on some doors every door is not gonna shut on me and i know that but until i knock on the door i won't know right so, you see that's what I'm one saying? thing you will know is you ain't gonna get nothing if you don't knock there you go and that's you a given that's right yeah the closed mouth don't get what don't get fed. that's right so you can't be scared to knock on the door that's what gets me a lot of people think somebody's just supposed to come to them no you have to go to them you have to go make the opportunity I feel, attacked. Opportunity come, so. I, I feel attacked because as a kid, I really thought they was going to come and knock on the door and ask me if I wanted to be in a movie. Right. <laughs> nah. They just was not coming. Where is they at, Mom? Right. Don't they know coming. I'm good? I'm good at this. Right. Yeah. I'm yeah, no, you. it's not going to just come to you. You have to no, go and get it and you have to go and get it. I'm going to put you on the spot here because I, I ask almost everybody on my podcast. It's, it's more like a question slash statement. Some of the people don't know about you. They don't know. Some of the people don't know about you. Ooh, uh, yeah, spot. And I know you're not shy, so come on out with it. <laughs> um, Something people don't know about me. I think they know everything. What, um, There's something that we don't know about you. I know it's something um, I don't know about you. That I have a lot of insecurities. Okay. A lot of insecurities, yeah. Is that it's a good or bad thing? It's not good. I mean, it's not a bad thing. I really. have a I have a lot more insecurities than people would would imagine. Okay. Like, like for instance, I'm insecure 
have I have body insecurity right now because you know I gained all that weight. Okay. And I yeah. was really, really happy. Big tower. <laughs> big tower. Ooh. I was talking, I was talking big stuff. Right. I was like, don't be asking about skinny tower. She gone. She dead. I ate her. Right. <laughs> well, now she's coming back. And then I'm, you know, I'm insecure about that. I want okay. I want to regain my weight. So it's it's a lot of it's, I I fight a lot of insecurities, and I don't think people I don't think I put that out enough. Right. I think I, I may act a little overconfident and I don't be all that confident. So right. Yeah. I guess I'm I guess I'm a human. Oh, don't tell people I'm human. Uh, and that's about that's what we're human before we anything. We're human beings. So and that's yeah. part, you know what? But I'm glad you said it because see it's another thing. That's kind of something I'm, my new thing for 2024 is my self-growth. Some mm -hmm. people don't know about me. I'm trying to really, really embrace my self-growth. Now, don't get me wrong. There are some in, some people out there that are human beings that try to mess with my self-growth. Mm. I have to put that hand out there because my self-growth is the only thing I got as a human being between me and my, my spiritual foundation. So right. I have to really embrace that. So I'm saying to you, you do the same. Don't let nobody mess with your self-growth. And that's part of insecurity too, self-growth. You got to embrace it all together. And, and that kind of take away some insecurity if you embrace that self-growth more. Because we're all gonna go through it as we as time go on and as we age as human beings, it's just it's just the way it is. Part of our life changes brings them about. Like when you go from one state of mind of I ain't never gotta be out there on the market again. I got you know married, yeah. I'm cool, everything. I don't I can let myself I gained 80 pounds in my marriage and he didn't say nothing. <laughs> right. <laughs> He ain't yeah. say a word. So yeah. if you go from that type of comfort zone and then you get back out here and then you got people judging you again. Right. They think of saying this should be different. This should be different. Right. It, it, you know, a lot of things can bring about insecurities. And, and that I just want people to understand that when you see a person, they probably go through the same things you're going through. Yeah. Don't put them on a pedestal. Don't put me on no pedestal. Because I did <laughs> no. not jump off. Like I said, that. You know, my self-growth is, is, is a whole nother level now. And it's like, I'm just like, you know, there's nothing's going to stop me with, with, with my self-growth right now. I'm, just, I'm not going to let nothing get in the way. Uh, I mean, I really ain't. Not, nobody's getting in the way of my self-growth. And the only person that, that is within my self-growth is God. But nobody's getting in the way of my self-growth. That's including my kids who I love and my wife. <laughs> so right. well, I just, you know, I, nobody's getting in the way of my self-growth. It's self-actualization. Yeah. Yeah, is you being actually honest with yourself when there's nobody yeah. else but you and God? That's right. You being honest with the person that you are, and and yeah. looking at the person that you are, and deciding if you are okay with that. Yeah, that's yeah. a big part of self growth. So I do those exercises a lot. I haven't yeah. done one in a while, so I'm probably doing one. Yeah. But those where yeah. you really sit down and you ask yourself 10 solid questions about yourself and you have to give yourself an honest answer because you ain't right. gonna do no good to lie to yourself and that's, that's right. how you grow and you become a better person and uh, like did thing. i handle that situation the best way i could <laughs> was i as, was yeah. i being facetious exactly you, you know, know wow some apologies oh man i owe <laughs> apologies yeah, and the main <laughs> thing that tells the truth more than anything is a mirror and i tell people i look in the mirror every day I always tell myself, I am who I am. Don't try yeah. to be nothing different. I am who I am. That's why a lot of people can't even look in the mirror because they don't want to look at that person. And they don't accept the changes that that person's making in the mirror. Like I said, you're not going to stay the same. It's how you embrace the changes. And some people can't embrace it. And, and sometimes, some honestly, sometimes people don't even mean to not embrace it. 
No. People just, they they categorize people. They look at who's in their life and they put them in a category. And when yep. you start to elevate or move out of that category that they put you in, they don't know what to do with you. Now they have to re-evaluate everything. Yep. It's like, oh, well, he used to just be the big head light skin comic. Now he got podcasts, he doing movies, he going out to Hollywood, he's going over to Dubai to do comedy. What am I going to, now I can't just keep him in this little box he was in, he done jumped outside of it. Mm-hmm. You know, so a lot of times I think people, when they when they give you shade, uh-huh. or they throw a little yeah. hate, Yep. It don't be on it don't be because they really hate you or they trying to shade you, it's because they don't know what to do with their inner feelings because yep. themselves trying to elevate. Yep. You know what? This has been great, but check this out. They got this tag on extra crispy. Wasn't that's a heck of a name for an improv group. Extra crispy improv group not far from me. And they're making all this noise. And I ain't heard nothing, no extra crispy jokes. So <laughs> <Where's the laughter? laughs> that's what I'm saying. They are loud. Yeah, you know I know you can hear him in the background, so I may have to end this podcast a little shorter than I wanted to, but hey. I ain't mad about it. I ain't mad about it. At least I, you ain't mad at me, because guess what? I showed up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And, I ain't uh, got your big head mad at me, so I'm cool. Right. Hey, I am so happy to have you on my podcast. You know that. And I love having you on my podcast because, you know, we have such a good conversation anyway. So Absolutely. Always. Always. And, um. But before I go out, I gotta let you put everything out there that you are doing, so these people can know how to get in contact with you and where, where to go at. And you know, and let me just say this too: I think I did put your movie on my page. Anything you got, I need to put on my page because I got a lot of followers and I love them. Some of them touch, but I still love okay. them. And well, uh, <laughs> you, well, later on you'll put the second movie, but I'll I send you a link to Starstruck yeah. if y'all want to catch my first movie. It's called Starstruck. It, it is starring Felicia Morris and okay. Rodney Cox. They mm-hmm. were the main characters in that one. It's a very good movie about a female who loves her men but does not love them catching feelings for her. Right. Mm. And how yeah. she navigates, you know, the love of her life coming into her life. So it's it's a good one. And this next one, I just want to tell them a little bit about that one. But yeah, put it out there. It's a um, story of a lady. She's got a son. She's realizing that she hasn't dated anybody seriously, but she might want to because she's about to be an empty nester. And she's got this best friend who just happens to be a gay man. But he's down low. And he's masculine presenting. So Mm. nobody really knows it. And that relationship kind of comes between her new relationship. Mm. Because dude don't understand that dude's gay. Right. Mm-hmm. Like friend Mike, yeah. right? So it's a that one should be finished uh, in the early spring, and so okay. y'all should look for that around summertime. I will probably do a red carpet um, release in Louisville okay. at one of these theaters around here. I haven't decided which one, but I'm gonna start planning that once I know when the movie's gonna be complete. Right. Um, again, I will be wholesaling items, different items. I can't wait. I'm gonna start. Flipping pallets is what they call it. And um, look for me to get back on stage because y'all won't leave me alone. And y'all keep asking me to come back and do comedy. So I'm going to do that here in the next couple of months. Y'all will be seeing a flyer or something with my name on it that I'm going to be telling jokes. So I expect to see your face at place. I will. I'll be there. Matter of fact, this is a young lady here who's, who's been on my podcast. She does a... She she writes these books and she's a, she's a black woman that writes books. book named Tab T. She says she loved this. 
and she's just watching the podcast, loving it. So much love. That's what's a tab T. I've heard of her. Yeah, yes, and uh, she got a lot of books out there. She's doing, and uh, she's a great author. She really is, and I appreciate you watching. Going buy some now. Yeah, you know what? I'm trying not to spend money, then I gotta go back to Tab T's books. That's right. Go back to books. That's right. We got to support each other. And then that, Absolutely. That's more than anything. We got to support each other through it all. You know, I tell people so. Uh, I know you're doing so much. You're doing also hacking. So I know you I know you are in black woman Facebook jail right now. <laughs> so, so well, I'm out. I'm out of jail. Oh, you're out. Okay. Oh, you're out. So, so how can you take this? contact with you to go to go to where, you know, see, see what you're doing. That's why I wanted you to put it out there, too, because it's on right. Spotify, too. So. So I'm, you know, Tyra Cooley on Facebook. I'm comedian okay. Tyra Crush on Instagram. Um, y'all can reach me by my website, herstoryfilmproductions.com. Um, that's where I post any casting notices that are uh, upcoming. Anything like that you can find on my website. Um, and when I do his podcast again, I'm having information on where how how you can shop with me. Right. You know, so you shop with me too. <laughs> right. I got you. <laughs> get the money, money. Get it. Baby. Get it. That's what you got to. Yeah. So yeah. That that's pretty much what you can find me on Twitter. Um, well, X. Okay. But X. Tyra, Tyra Cooley on X as well. So um, yeah, just come find me. That's what's up because uh. I always want people to put their info out there because I never you never know who's listening. They need to get in contact with you to maybe be in the movie or help with the movie, whatever right. it may be. So oh my email, tcrush502 yeah. at yahoo.com. That's what I'm talking about. There, there we go. Yeah. Um I tell people all the time, you know, it's it's always great to have people that are doing something with with inside themselves to be better, not only in society, but to help others. And that's what you're doing far as when you are doing these movies, uh, helping, helping a lot of people just be themselves and, and do good things for, uh, in, in the community as well as uh, for your movies. So, and uh, I, I'm always, like I said, I'm always trying to help people. As a matter of fact, also Tab T, I got you. I, I, I Let me just say this. I said whoever was the first person to comment on my podcast will get two tickets to the, to the uh, for the Love of Comedy Queens. So you got it. And I'm gonna give you them tickets. They'll be waiting for you here at Wednesday when you come in, and uh, they'll be there. So just come and bring whatever you, you want to bring. Because I'm your, I'm your plus one. I'm just plus playing. One. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know you're well, in the. So you're not even in North. You're gonna have us a ball, girl. Right. I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> you up in New Jersey somewhere? You you far away from Louisville right now. So. But who me? Well, like, yeah, you. Where you at? You, I'm you in Louisville. You I in just Louisville? got back two days ago. See, I didn't know. See, I'm thinking. I'm thinking you was. See, that's what I'm saying. I thought. I thought you were still. You know, out of state. So okay. See, well, I was in Connecticut, and then I moved to Georgia. Yeah, Connecticut. I'm back in Kentucky. Okay, well, great. That's great. That's great. Because, uh, but yeah, well, come on out there Wednesday night to the Valentine's Day show. It's, we're gonna have a good time. Even and though I ain't performing. This but coming I'm gonna, Wednesday. This coming Wednesday night at eight o'clock. I'm telling you now, I got for love of kind. I even got a special guest comedian. So these people are gonna have a good time. They're gonna laugh. Yeah, I should be able. And to I got so many it. people coming. So if I'm in town, gonna, I would definitely make that. Yeah, for come because sure. um, it's all about you know everybody having a good time. That's what I'm about. So absolutely. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, with that said, shoot. Uh, only other thing, I, I gotta say one or two more things before I end this podcast. Uh, like I said, make sure y'all come out for Love of Comedy Queens, February 14th, right here at the 21st Amendment, 1481 South Shelby Street here in Louisville, Kentucky. Come support it. Uh, I got some great comedy queens, and I love these comedy queens because I want to put them on the platform where they can be seen and other people can laugh, and that's what it's all that's about right. at the end of the day. Uh, 
I just enjoy. I'm just. I'm just so happy because I'm. I've, I'm. I'm like I said, it's part of my self growth being light skinned. I'm so happy to, and, and <laughs> blessed. You know, it's like ah, ah, can't nobody stop me. But yeah, yeah, I always have to with your light. Yeah, skin. so yeah. yeah, I was you know me me my light skin joke. So, but um, um I just know I, I you know I enjoy having you because you just you know me and you go we go back. So it's all Absolutely. good, and I just really appreciate what you're doing. And I was glad to have you on my platform, putting everything out there what you're doing, and us having this conversation. Everybody heard you say you was gonna be in my next one, so I'll be, I'm gonna be in your next one. I'm gonna, I'm Make gonna sure be in it. He knows that. Hey, I'm gonna have to let him know. I might have to bring her down here. I might have to bring her with me just so she won't she think I put over side chick's she house. Can't come. <laughs> so. I understand. Didn't I tell you I got a lot of insecurities? Right. Yeah. You know how you black women. Are. Where are you I going at? She, I start putting my clothes on. She started putting her clothes on. But I'm going too. Look, oh, I will okay. cut me somebody. Yeah. Man. So Over I might have to bring her too. Yeah, you might put her in the damn movie stupid attitude she got now. <laughs> right. I will cut but, uh, you, honey, and you don't want these problems now. Right. It ain't worth it. <laughs> right. It ain't worth what I'm going to put you through. I'm telling you now. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, hey, I really appreciate you being on this podcast tonight. I had a good time. You keep doing what you're doing. I, you know I got much love for you. And I'm going to put this. It's my podcast will be on Spotify. I'll probably put it on tomorrow next day. So, uh, People want to listen to it, just go to Spotify, listen to it, or go to the YouTube page, BLTLC Podcast YouTube. And uh, I'm gonna put this out there for what it's worth, even though I'm a little scary. Hope I don't get if anybody really want got some serious in serious business about putting it out there and you want to be part of my podcast, hit me up at um lovisbrown68 at gmail.com. Lovisbrown68 at gmail.com. Yes, I put my governor name out there so y'all know. So, <laughs> yeah, somebody so, but, named him Lovest. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I really had a good time, and I didn't know you was back here in Louisville. Enjoy the rest of your night, Absolutely. have fun, spread love, and, and keep working like you're doing, and keep putting your hands on diff- all different things that you're doing because uh, you already know Virginia, you, you, I touch you're all the money. making it gold. So, I got and, grandbabies, um, I, got, I got grandbabies to feed. You heard I me? ain't got that yet, and I thank God I ain't got grandkids, but I'm I got sorry. kids, but I got grandkids. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry because it is a wonderful time. I ain't gonna. That's great. Embrace it. Back to self growth. Embrace it. Embrace it. I'm granny. Granny, yeah. I think I'll be a grandfather one day. I'm sure you're my son. Granny, and I ain't G mom and all that. Just granny. Just granny. Okay. (laughs) All right, love. It's okay. All right. It's been been nice, and you enjoy the rest of your evening. And um, much love to you. Just keep doing what you're doing, and hopefully, um, people be reaching out to you to see what you're about. So and I keep supporting, keep supporting what you're doing. You know I'm gonna keep supporting you. So that's what I do. All so, right, I will uh, see you soon. Night. Okay, all right. You enjoy the rest of your night. Peace. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's the BHLC podcast. I'm the one and only BHLC Big L Light Skin Comedian. Thank you for tuning in tonight. Uh, we had a great show and a great time. And uh, like I said, if y'all want to listen to my podcast, go to Spotify or you can go to B- BHLC podcast on youtube um like i said for the love of comedy queens right here at 1481 south Shelby street louisville kentucky uh come down here and check it out this wednesday on valentine's day at eight o'clock also like i said tonight they got extra crispy improv group it's gonna start up here at eight o'clock and after that they got the derby city bad kids dj uh, i'm the one and only blchc which is big election comedian blchc and Thank y'all for tuning in. Much love to y'all. And here's my, my man, Ed. He's the manager. Y'all come see him if you got any problems right here at the 21st Amendment. Much love to y'all. Have a great night.
and definitely a great year.